0: Welcome to r/slash, a podcast where I read the best posts from across Reddit. Today's subreddit is r/slash petty revenge, where OP gets revenge against a jerkface who parks in disabled parking. Our next Reddit post is from Little Miss Bunny Woman. Several years ago, my mom had to have knee surgery, leading to her being in crutches with limited mobility for several months. She was granted an accessible parking permit. My mom went to the market to do her shopping and use a handicap spot that she normally wouldn't even use, but it was the dead of winter and super icy out. When she came out, there was a car with no handicap sticker on it, and this young kid getting out of his car parked right next to her car, making it impossible for her to get in unless she climbed over the passenger side. She was polite to the kid who had just left his car. She said, "'Hey, can you move your car so I can get into mine?' And the kid flat out said, no, I'm just going in shopping. I don't have the time. And he just started to walk into the store. My mom said, I can't get into my car. Then the kid said, too bad, and just took off. Also worth mentioning, it was freezing temperatures outside at the time. Well, this really pissed my mom off. So she grabbed the bottle of water in her basket and took her keys to push open the lock hatch on each door and poured a healthy amount of water in each lock. She managed to get into her own car through the passenger side door. Then she moved her car and waited. When the guy came back, he tried to open his car, but you guessed it, each lock was frozen solid. My mom watched him struggle for 10 minutes and left with a smile on her face. My mom is kinda evil. Our next reddit post is from Rosemary Fetus. I was waiting for my greyhound bus to get here. I got to the station pretty early, so I was hanging out waiting for the doors to open and for them to check my tickets. I could tell that it was time to board soon since more people started showing up. I took that as a sign to get up and stand in line. Since I was there early, I was basically the first in line. All good. Then, this crotchety old grunt rolled up and deliberately cut in front of me in line. I politely told her the line started a ways back, but she shooed me away. Fine, whatever. Clearly she was in a rush. So a minute or two later we board the bus and I see that she took one of the window seats close to the front door. I tend to go to the front row too to avoid having to wait for everyone else in front of me to get off the bus so I can see why this would be appealing. It's also nice to have a row to yourself since people are less inclined to sit next to you if there are other empty rows available. Her sitting there would deter most people from sitting next to her. Then I had an idea. I took the aisle seat right next to her just to spite her. No road to yourself now, lady. Not for the next two and a half hours anyway. And since I had nothing better to do, you bet your sweet butt that once the bus stopped its journey that I didn't leave my seat or move over until the rest of the bus cleared. She asked me to move, but I shooed her away. She can be last this time. Our next Reddit post is from ABCD's Nuts. I take the train to work each morning and then again to get home. I like to sit in the quiet car because it allows me to think and do a little extra work each day. On the train ride home today, a woman in front of me kept talking on the phone even after people nicely asked her to be quiet. The conductor also came through and informed her that she was on the quiet car. The seats that we were in have very little support, so someone behind you could push your seat and you'd feel it. Several other passengers decided that it wasn't worth it and switched cars. I decided that I'd had enough and slouched far enough back so both of my knees were firmly in the back of her seat, pushing fairly hard. She cocked her head around and told me to put my knees down. I closed my eyes and fake slept. She got up and moved to a different seat. There was a person behind her and guess what he did? Knees to the back of the chair. People started catching on and she chose a seat with no one behind her. Another rider changed seats behind her and she got some more knees. The conductor came through again and was unaware of our little revenge. She came up to him and told him that people were putting knees into her back and stalking her to each new seat. (laughs) The conductor put his index finger to his lips and said, "Shh, this is a quiet car. She moved to a new train car. Stories like this of someone being just like a petty little jerk always makes me think back to like caveman times. I always have to wonder, if some ancient caveman was kind of a jerk to everyone for no reason, did everyone just tolerate it or did they like kill him or just exile him from the tribe so he had to go hunt animals by himself? You know, like when there's only 20 people in a tribe and one of those 20 people is just a douchebag to everyone, would they just kill that person? I have to imagine that some of the times, yeah, they would. Our next reply is from Park Ship Pirate. We bought a house a couple of months ago and the sellers insisted that we pay several small fees that are typically covered by the seller. The total was $187 and compared to the house price we weren't going to walk away over something so small. We renovated the house and there was this table slash credenza thing that had been built into the entryway. After doing demolition we were planning on just throwing it out. Then one of the neighbors noticed that we had put it outside to be thrown out. So the neighbors texted the old owners to see if they still wanted it because it was something they'd said they'd loved about the house. The old owners text me and say, since we're getting rid of it anyway, surely we wouldn't mind if they came by and picked it up instead. I told them that, interestingly, we had recently gotten an offer from someone else to buy it for $187. Since it was theirs originally, I told them we'd be happy to part with it for, let's say, $188. They dropped the check off and picked it up a week later. (laughs) OP, I love that you upsold them by one dollar. That's truly petty. Our next Reddit post is from Valiant Freak. In my last year of my industrial design degree, I scored a paid contract at the Australian Government Scientific Organization. Even though I was only in there two to three days per week, I was shown into a large empty office and told that I could base myself there. This office was normally used for students, but since I was the only student on the project, I had the whole office to myself. The office had about six desks. Naturally, my first task was to find the best desk and put it in the best position. Since I was going to be there for a while, I stuck some posters of my project on the wall behind my desk, and I even brought in some retro decor from my home to add a little personality to my part of the boring brick cavern. All went well for a couple of weeks, until a few other students moved into the room. Our paths rarely crossed because they were working on their own projects. Two of them were perfectly reasonable and set themselves up on other desks. The third, who I'll call Jerk Wad because that was probably his name, decided that he liked my desk. I should point out that all the desks were the same and mine had no better view than anyone else's. Mine had my stationery on it, my posters on the wall around it, a clock, a telephone, everything was mine. In fact, the telephone wasn't even plugged in. I just brought it in because it was an Erica phone, and they look cool. So one day I come in, and Jerkwad is sitting at my desk while the other students were at their desks. My stuff was packed up and pushed to one side to make room for his stuff. I made some comment about it being my desk, and his response was, yeah, I won't be here for long, or some other blow-off. To pursue it further would have made me look really petty in front of the others, since all the desks were basically the same. I set myself up at another desk that day, although over the next few days, I could tell my stuff had been moved around, and unless I got to the building by a certain time, he would steal my desk again. Unfortunately for Jerkwad, one of the things that I brought from home was a talking wizard calculator clock. It's this cheap gimmicky thing, basically a black plastic box with a button. When you press the button, it would say, It's 9.05 a.m. When you opened the box, there was a calculator, and when you pressed each button, it would say the number and read out the answer. Unluckily for a Jerkwad, the clock also had an alarm. When you set it, it would say beep, 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 it's nine o five a.m. beep, 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 it's nine o five a.m. And it would keep repeating this for thirty seconds very loudly. I set the alarm to go off mid-morning, put it in my desk drawer, and locked it. <laughs> For extra pettiness, I also changed it to the wrong time. These were sturdy desks, 1940s era, made from silky oak with inlaid green vinyl tops. It's not possible to dismantle them or open them with a different key. I then took the key home and didn't come back for another three working days. When I returned, I sat at my desk, opened the drawer, and turned the clock off before it could go off. When Jerkwad came in, he saw me and said, can you turn that bloody clock off? There's something locked in the desk and it scares the bejesus out of me every day and it won't shut up. I was about to smash the effing desk apart with an axe. I said something snarky like, sorry, it does sometimes go off when other people sit at my desk. He never stole my desk again. Our next reddit post is from a way location. I was watching Lord of the Rings last night and I remembered this. My family has been fighting like vultures over who has my grandmother's ring for the past six months. She died last year, and all of her kids who are over sixty years old think that one of them took it while she was sick. One aunt says it was promised to her and her daughter, but there's no mention of it in the will, and she thinks my uncle took it because he was around my grandmother the most. I'm treated like the black sheep of the family, where I don't really get invited to weddings or family events in general. I try to put my best foot forward, but usually I end up feeling like I'm being taken advantage of. The last time I got invited to be involved, it was because I had money. I also inherited my grandmother's house, and they left it trashed and ransacked after her funeral, including locking her senior cat in a bedroom with no food or water. Luckily, I came by the next day, so he's still alive. When I furiously asked who locked the cat up and why, the answer I got was basically... Oh, I don't know. That's so bad. So, if you find that ring, can you mail it to me? What none of them know is my grandmother gave me the ring before she started getting sick. And she didn't tell anyone because she thought it would start a fight. Our next Reddit post is from Fixer of Things. A few weeks ago, my coworker was negating some minor protocols which left some equipment down overnight. He also didn't send emails to some of our remote teams regarding downed equipment. So I did him a solid, or so I thought, and sent him and only him an email telling him what he did wrong. The very next night, he did it again, and I brought it up to him again, because no one wants to be a snitch to the boss, right? Wrong. The very next day, I failed to charge my phone and woke up to realize that my phone was dead and I was late to work, so I got dressed and boogie my sorry butt to work, which was only a five minute walk for me. I apologized for being 50 minutes late, and he seemed cool about it. Until I found out that he called the boss after only 25 minutes, something no one on our team had ever done in my years of working there, claiming he was just concerned for my well-being. Even my boss told him to just wait it out and that he was sure that it was just an accident and that it happens sometimes because my boss is effing cool like that. My boss even told me afterwards that it was no big deal, and he couldn’t imagine why my coworker would call him like that at 7: ten in the morning on a Saturday, when there was literally nothing he could do about it. Then he asked me about a piece of equipment that had been left down for over six hours, so I had to come clean. I told him that I sent the coworker an email about it and that it happened again the next day. He asked me to forward the emails to him so he could address them with the coworker. He also asked me not to shield the coworker from incidents like this because it made the whole team look bad, and he needed to address it with my coworker personally. So now, every time I catch a mistake that this coworker makes, which is far more often than I thought, I forward the information directly to the boss so he can see firsthand all the mistakes this coworker makes. I haven't talked to this coworker much since the incident. I'm curious about his well-being, though. Our next Reddit post is from Planner Denamer. I was sitting in a food court quietly eating lunch, minding my own business. It was crowded, so strangers would share tables. There was this one sole person sitting at a four-seated table next to me. Every couple of minutes, someone would approach that table and ask the table hog if it was free to sit. He always replied, Sorry, my colleagues will be here soon. The entire time I was there, no colleagues came and sat with him, nor did it appear that he was looking around for them, as most people waiting for others to join will look around and wave them over he just quietly finished up his lunch and left. It seems he just lied to have a four-seater table all to himself when even people on two-seater tables were sharing with strangers. Well, that's just not right. A couple of days later, I saw him in the food court again. I was in a bit of a mood, so I brought my lunch and pulled out the chair to sit at his table. As I was sitting down, he told me he was waiting for his colleagues. I replied, that's okay, I'll move when they arrive, I won't be long. He shuffled uncomfortably in his seat as I quietly ate my lunch. I felt very uncomfortable, and my heart was racing. But I was pissed off at that table hog, and I had to do something. If you choose to have your lunch in a busy food court, you don't get to live in your own little bubble. Our next reply is from Zyron Benedict. So earlier, the shop where I work had an unexpected customer surge, and our paper bills for change ran out. Then there was a customer who paid a 1,000 peso bill for a 600 peso item. Since we'd run out of paper bills, I asked him if he had a smaller bill. He sneered at me and said the customer shouldn't adjust to the cashier's problems. So once again, I asked if he had a 100 peso bill, and if so, I could just give him a 500 peso bill. He became furious and screamed at me, saying that he would like to speak to my manager. Well, I am the manager, but he refused to believe that, saying that I'm too young to be one. I'm 24, but I look much younger than my actual age because of my Asian genes. Even after the other employees confirmed that I'm the manager, he's still really doubtful. He even claimed that HR probably made a huge mistake of hiring me. I'm really offended at his remark, but I maintained my calm demeanor while silently planning for my petty revenge. I went under the cashier and grabbed a bag that contains packs of coins, with each pack containing 101 peso coins. I grabbed four packs and gave them to him. He was so horrified because these things are heavy. He began verbally assaulting me until the customers behind him got mad and asked him to leave already. He's still throwing a fit. Meanwhile, the customers behind him are laughing at his meltdown. Working as a store manager isn't the best job ever, but petty revenge moments like these give me short-term entertainment. That was our slash petty revenge, and if you like this content, check out my Patreon where I publish extra episodes. Also, be sure to follow this podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.